The White House Organ Summit, held on Monday, June 13, 2016, highlighted the role of science, technology, and innovation in organ donation and transplantation. Three ASN leaders participated and joined other invitees in discussing challenges pertaining to the organ transplant waiting lists, as well as efforts to overcome them. Dr. Michelle Josephson represented ASN and shares her thoughts in this podcast. Hi there, I'm Rachel Meyer. I'm the ASN Associate Director for Policy and Government Affairs. I'm here this afternoon with Dr. Michelle Josephson. Hi, I'm Michelle Josephson. Um, over the years, I've been the chair of the Transplant Advisory Group, and now I'm the medical director of transplantation at the University of Chicago. Well, thanks so much for being here, Dr. Josephson. You spent today representing the American Society of Nephrology at the White House Organ Summit. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about what today was all about at the White House? It was so exciting, and what an honor to be there. It's wonderful to see the White House recognize the problem of kidney failure and the large number of individuals with kidney failure in the United States, and that treatments need innovation and improvement. We don't have enough kidney transplants to go around for everyone, and truly, as excellent as our interventions are, they're not good enough, and we really need improvements in the dialysis field as well. So I understand that in addition to scientists and clinicians like yourself, there are a number of federal staff there, there were a number of patient advocate groups there. Looking back at the day, what struck you the most as the highlight? Well, they're just some amazing stories that were told. I think kicking off the whole session was a woman who had just gotten a kidney transplant herself four months before. And she spoke so articulately about how kidney failure impacted her life. She'd actually been in the Army, a captain in the Army, and went into kidney failure, and it changed the trajectory of her life. And now she's back on track, having gotten a kidney transplant four months earlier, and she spoke about it just eloquently. Um, One of the other features that I found really moving was a talk given by one of the former Surgeon Generals of the United States, Kenneth Moritsuko. He told an incredible story, a really, well, a really tragic story, but the way he told it was just amazing. It turned out his wife had been killed in an automobile accident, and she had let known her wishes to be an organ donor. And so in that very, very difficult time in their lives, they were able to do that. And and I think he spoke about how important that was to him. Unbelievably, four years later, one of his daughters was, was also killed. And he said that uh, although at the time he hadn't heard her articulate her wishes prior to her uh, demise, he made the decision to donate her organs and later found out from other family members that she had articulated her wishes to be an organ donor. And he felt in the face of such horrible tragedy, I think he felt that he had done some good and really felt good that he was able to carry out both their wishes and underscored how important it is. We know what people's wishes are in terms of donation. In sort of the same vein, someone by the name of Jenna Arnold talked about an organization she's working with to try to make it easier to let your wishes be known, and it's a fantastic thing. One of the other incredibly impactful presentations was given by Simon Keith, who is COO of the Nevada Donor Network. Turns out he is a heart transplant recipient himself. 
He received his heart transplant in 1986, and I'm sure that changed the course of his life and, and, the, um, and the direction of, of what he concentrates on. But he got involved in the Nevada Donor Network when it was not quite as effective as it is now, and he really helped move it into being one of the best networks in the country. And it was wonderful to hear that, but also to see what the gift of life had enabled him to do and how his gift really keeps on giving to others in need. So that was amazing. So building on all of these, both tragic, as you said, and inspirational stories, what were some of the topics that were discussed at the summit, you know, in ways that our country can move forward to help more people access the gift of life? So one very concrete area is education, both for potential donors, as well as, and importantly, for those with end-stage kidney disease, so they know their options, so that they can, in fact, make good choices for themselves. And some of that was done by Amy Waterman, who I think really articulated some of her work very nicely. So I think that was one area that was really highlighted. Another issue that I think people thought about and, and talked about is how are we going to direct monies and how are we going to improve, um, and, and I think there's a real emphasis on how little is spent on research in the field of kidney disease. And I think that was a large emphasis through the day and an important emphasis. Yeah, I mean, certainly considering that the Medicare ESRD program has an annual cost that is actually larger than the entire budgets of the National Institutes of Health, as you nicely articulated at the summit today. You know, it's wonderful to hear that there is so much enthusiasm around supporting research and innovation in this space. What other sorts of themes besides the need for research and greater funding emerged in your discussions at the White House today? Well, I think in the general sessions, I noticed that there were a number of individuals there who were talking about pushing some of the envelope in kidney transplants. The idea of doing HIV positive-to-positive donation came up in one of the presentations that Dori Segev gave, and I think that was you know, another area that was important. Yeah, I mean, certainly considering all the health disparities that we know exist in the kidney space, seeing the HOPE Act passed in 2013 that allowed that HIV-positive to HIV-positive transplantation trial that he discussed come forward is huge. It's great to see those things coming to fruition. And um, one individual I happened to meet at lunch is someone who's doing a a really interesting study on individuals have a very small window to being able to receive a kidney transplant, and would they be willing to take a riskier transplant? So in this case, they're looking at transplanting kidneys that are HCV-positive into individuals individual potential recipients who may not have enough time to wait around for a perfect kidney and following them and treating them. And it turns out that most of these kidneys are discarded. So this is a whole other source of kidneys. Now with some of the innovations in the antivirals and the HCV space, this opens up a whole new set of transplants and opportunities for people. It's very exciting. It was wonderful to see him there. Yeah, absolutely an exciting area, both for science and for public policy. And it sounds like many of those were articulated at the summit today. Certainly, ASN is excited to continue partnering with the White House to build upon the momentum and deliver better therapies for patients. So, Dr. Josephson, thank you so much for representing ASN today and sharing your thoughts with our listeners. It was a true honor. Thank you. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology, all rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency or for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug, changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the American Society of Nephrology. 